Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Scriptwriter Steve. Today is December 19th, 2020. It is a Saturday. So that means it's screenwriting Saturdays. But unfortunately, I'm not going to be talking about screenwriting today. I have to really, really apologize. Um, I will be talking about the movie industry, specifically Tom Cruise. And I really think he's getting an unfair shake here. So um, hold on for a second. Got to pay the bills. I'll be right back after that. You know how it works. And then we'll, we'll get straight into it. Hey, thanks for sticking around. So why don't we get straight into this? About, I think it was around middle of this week, um, someone recorded Tom Cruise. And um, Tom Cruise, um, who is the executive executive producer, and I think he's also the producer of Mission Impossible. Um, one thing about Tom Cruise is that he produces all of the movies that he stars in, for for the most part. Um, not all of them, but for the most part. Um, he he functions as a producer in some role, whether or not it's executive or the producer. Um, exactly how um, he is functioning as far as if he's, is he supplying any money into it or... Or is he just, you know, handling it on the back end or distribution deals? You know, you really don't know just from the title. Um, sometimes as an executive producer or a producer, you have a lot of influence. Sometimes you don't. But ultimately, they are the ones who see the project from beginning to end. Um, in the pre-production, they work, they work with screenwriters before the directors are even hired, before the, where, you know, the first, first actors are even cast. And after production, they see it all the way through the end. They'll see it through all the CGI and everything like that. After the director has left, sometimes the director, they'll leave. Sometimes the fire director during the show. Um, you know, a lot of people here, they know how it works. The producer usually is the boss. The director works for them. And, um, it, you know, when you create a movie, there are so many personalities involved. Um, the stress can be so high, especially when your own money is on the line. And so you do, you know, movies and movie sets, there are, you know, there's a lot of times there's a lot of egos involved. There's outburst on the set. Um, for what I've never uh, worked with Tom Cruise ever in my life, uh, but from what I've heard of, with people who have worked with him, this man is an extremely nice person. He is extremely nice, um, and you can't say that by you know about a lot of people. Um, you can't say that about Steven Spielberg. He's an extremely nice person. If if you don't know if if you don't know Steven Spielberg and you meet him in the grocery aisle, he'll strike up a conversation with you for hours. I'm not even kidding about that. So he has a handler, like a secretary, who makes sure that Steven Spielberg doesn't meet anyone because he can just, he would treat you like family. But Tom Cruise, he is a class act. Um, he'll treat everyone like really, he'll treat everyone well down to the PA. Um, he'll get to know them um, and he'll be very honor, honorable with them. Um, you know, I've heard, I've heard some stories where he played, uh, after, after wrapping up on the set with all the extras, he played a, you know, games of flag football just to have fun with them. So you, you, don't, you don't get that, but for a lot of people, especially Tom Cruise, who is a celebrity within a celebrity world. Now, um, that outburst, which he had, um, he started the backstory to it um, that I'm hearing, and this is all I'm hearing from the internet, not firsthand experience, so it's all hearsay, is that, um, I guess, uh, Mission Impossible is shooting in the middle of an epidemic. And this is, you know... It's very, very risky. So you know how we have football and all those other sports going on. Um, if you have an outbreak on the set, then you will have to close down production. And then when you close down production, all of a sudden, you know, this, this it just multiplies your budget. And you're always like under this, uh, I guess, under this, um, I guess, this threat of being closed down every single day because COVID is, 
out there spreading and the vaccine is just coming out, but they're still shooting Mission Impossible with or without the vaccine. So Tom Cruise is out there. He's taking every precaution possible, wearing masks, you know, wearing, having everyone social distance, um, not having those after parties and just having the people who have to interact with each other, interact with each other. And he got very mad at a few people who were, who, I guess, who were standing too close to each other. And he basically blew his top. And um, he was out there saying he's on the phone every day with insurance companies, with production companies, and, and with Hollywood. And they're looking at him as the role model to, to see if we can actually shoot and open up our open up the industry. Because a lot of people depend on this, you know, on, on his on his production and a lot of other productions to work. I mean, it, and that's 100% true. So every precaution should be, you know, followed. Now, again, you know, I don't believe in masks. You know, I don't even believe in social distancing, to be honest. I mean, but I do know when there's COVID out there and there's, you know, you don't want to take the risk out there. And, and this thing could spread very, very easily. You know, it's not fake. You know, a lot of people think it's fake. A lot of people think it's not going to kill you. It can kill you because, it, you know, there are young people and everyone, it, it, it's pretty bad if it goes untreated. So, you know, again, with all this paranoia and everything out there, we're dealing with this epidemic and, um, you know, now Tom Cruise is out there. He's yelling. I mean, he is blowing his top out there. But I just wanted to tell you that, you know, on a movie set, those kinds of things happen. Or on a production set, those things kind of happen. Um, even myself, when I had when I produced two two TV shows, you know, I'm not sure if I blew my top like that, but about, I got really mad like a handful of times because things were like people were late. You know, the shoots wasn't happening on time. Um, you know, people were just forgetting their lines. And, and, and things can get to you. They can build you up. And, you know, back then we didn't have, you know, these cell phones that can record everything. And, um, and uh, you know, I, I just really think this, it's disrespectful, you know, to, to do that, to show that part of it, you know, because everyone has triggers. Everyone doesn't have a good day. Um, most of the time, Tom Cruise is, a, you know, he's just human, you know, he, he can't be nice all the time. And he was just mad. And, and to me, I think he has all the right to be mad. And, uh, but, you know, I, I know that I think the media will just come after him because they don't like Tom Cruise. They really, really don't like Tom Cruise. Um, I remember when he was out, you know, Tom Cruise, he's kind of like, you know, people think he's kind of weird because he, again, he is a celebrity within a, within the celebrity world. So you have the celebrity world and then you have celebrities within that world, such as Madonna or Michael Jackson or Prince. Well, Tom Cruise is a celebrity within that world. And um, he is a celebrity that is somewhat, you know, thought of to be kind of like a, the Michael Jackson of, the, of, of movie acting, where they kind of think he's kind of weird, you know, they, they don't think he's um, all that normal, and he probably has a lot of skeletons in his closets, I don't know, maybe it's true, um, but there was an incident, I think maybe about, I think it was about 15 or 16 years ago, I think it was maybe even two, de two decades ago, where um, he had, back in the 90s, um, movie stars actually had movie deals with, with studios. Um, that doesn't happen too much these days. Um, movie studios don't make movies these days. Um, before, um, it was thought to that, that movies, you have to have a movie studio to a backing or their distribution to actually make a movie. But all of that is really, really, really changing now. And um, movie studios, um, before there were, there were um, independent, mov independent movies weren't taken seriously. And what happened was that um, Tom Cruise, um, he, made a co he made a comment about um, Brooke Shields going through postpartum depression, and she was advocating the use of drugs to, to battle her, her postpartum, de um, I guess, depression. And he said there's more natural ways to do it. He, you know, he would probably say you know, he, would, he would rather have her not advocate the use of drugs. 
That's what he was saying out there. It wasn't anything crazy, but you know, again, Hollywood, just to let you know, they love to use drugs. Those people, everyone, I mean, I, I don't know how many of them, a lot of the, a lot of people are just not well in the movie industry. Everyone from the, the, um, I guess from the producers on down, it's really hard to find people who are, who are not seeing a psychiatrist or not seeing a psychologist who doesn't have a therapist on call. Um, it's very interesting because when you go to these parties, they're like, oh, yeah. And you start talking to them and you think, wow, you're so well. Who's your, who's your therapist? So I don't have one. You know, why do I need a therapist for? But this is, this is something they talk about, like, like you know, shooting the breeze. But most of my friends right now, like me, all, all, all my friends right out of, out of the movie industry, they don't have therapists. But over there, over there in California and in the movie industry, they all do. They have a they have a spiritual advisor. I mean, think about that. Oh, there's my spiritual advisor. Here's my therapist. Here's this, and they can't think for themselves. Well, anyway, Tom Cruise made 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 a made a made that that statement, and it triggered so many people that the act Paramount, who he had he had a movie deal with movie deals with with an S, um, they actually ended up firing him, or they got rid of all of his movie deals. Uh, they just wanted to cancel the movie studio wanted to cancel Tom Cruise because they thought. He had just pissed off all of his audience, right? And in fact, a lot of people, I'm not sure how big social media, I, think, I don't think social media was big at all back then. I think people were, were just, they were just, I, I think Facebook may have been coming out, maybe, I'm not sure. But there was a very negative reaction toward Tom Cruise on that. And, and again, he got fired from basically Paramount. Well, well Tom Cruise, you know, he, he said well, it was not the end to him. And, uh, he, and he got into producing his own movies. Because he was already doing that a little bit beforehand, but he really got into producing it. You know, back then when a, a, an actor got a movie deal, they would kind of just put, they would give him a small, a small office on the, in the on the studio lot, and say he was a producer. But they really didn't, they really didn't work as a producer. Um, they, they, um, these actors didn't have to find money; they just had to assemble the creative crew, and then the the um, the the movie studio would basically hand handle everything else. But Tom Cruise is a very smart dude. So what happened was that he ended up producing his own movies. He ended up, you know, getting the rights to Mission Impossible and, and you know, see, reading books and, and, and finding the movies that, book books that he wanted to, to produce, such as Jack Reacher. He loved that character. So he, he, ended up, he ended up producing it and he ended up making his own work. And um, he, that really ended up changing the entire um, movie industry because, a lot of actors started to do that. Vin Diesel started, you know, he with Fast and the Furious. Now he he started to own that own that. Um, you know, um, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger started to own part of Terminator. You know, he owned part of Terminator, and then he started to started to produce his own things. So a lot of these actors, even Pamela Anderson, started started to produce her own stuff. You know, David Hasselhoff produced Baywatch and everything. They, you know, you had actors who are who are you know again becoming producers and that that's happening right now in fact a lot of movies right now that you see the actors are actually the producer they are they are their own business people so um and then all the studios are now so this this entire what tom cruise did it, it moved the entire system so now movies now are most of them are independent um which is really interesting. So, and then the movie studios are just rental houses and where you can go there and just rent out a studio, rent out an office and uh, anybody can do it. You could do it. And, and then um, they don't even do anything with distribution deals unless it's something that they have to do with, or you can strike the deal with them. So, 
and now because movie theaters are being closed, right? They're distributing they're distributing everything online. So you know you you know Tom Cruise could easily easily distribute his movies, even Top Gun three if he does make it, completely on YouTube. You know for, for for like you have to pay to see it on YouTube, and he'll probably make so much more money on there. You know so. You know, then going through the studios, you know, who knows what will happen to the studios because, you know, you know, they were making a lot of money because they had really good relationships with AMC and Regal and, uh, you know, all some other theater chains. But those theaters are all going out of business. So what do you do? Right. I mean, they're releasing Wonder Woman on HBO Max on the same day that it's hitting theater. So it's not because it's not going to be hitting a lot of theaters. They're releasing it for free on HBO Max. This is a movie that they wanted to make so much money on. So, um, again, so, so Tom Cruise is in his producer role and then, you know, his money's on the line. He doesn't want it to get shut down and, and he just blows the top. And, and that's, that's all what happened. He just blew his top. Somebody recorded him and now they're going to try to demonize him. But you know what? Again, it's just, you know, Tom Cruise having a bad day at the office. That's really all it is. And it happens so much in movies. I mean... You know, you know, I mean, to me, it's, it's incredible that movies even get made because it's like so tough. It's really, really tough to bring an idea from script to screen, even if you're a really well-made actor, even if you're a really well-established actor. Uh, Ryan Reynolds became a really big fan of Deadpool. Um, he produced his own, you know, he, he's the one who brought Deadpool to the silver screen, by the way. Um, Marvel didn't come to him. I mean, Disney didn't come to him and say, hey, you know, Ryan Reynolds, can you star in, in Deadpool? No, he actually took it on his own accord, made a YouTube video, you know, got the costume and, and played the character. And then that YouTube video went, went viral, which allowed him to get funding from the studios to produce the, the Deadpool that we see now. Because Marvel didn't want anything, anything to do with Deadpool. Could you imagine that? So again, Ryan Reynolds is responsible for Deadpool. And this is how it works a lot of times. And that's why you see a lot of, you see a lot of like, um, you see a lot of actors like, like trying to like uh, play, you know, I guess cast themselves in roles that they want to play. And I think that's really cool. So um, that's about it. What I want to tell you, I'm sorry, we can't talk more about, you know, screenwriting today. I have a, I have a lot of production work I need to do um, today, to be honest. I have to get things done for this other production company that I'm working for. Um, I will release it, the information out there, but it, it is a podcast company. Um, it is not my podcast, podcast company, but it's my friend's podcast company. It's a really, really good one. And, um, and she's a screenwriter, a very talented screenwriter. Like I think she has like, um, she's been writing longer than I've been breathing. Just say that. And her... Um, she, she has written like screenwriting authoring books. Her books, I think, are still used by the WGA as an example of how to actually write a story. Could you imagine that? And um, I, I'll, I'll try to get her on this show so she can talk about screenwriting to you. Um, I'll also be a guest on her show, which is going to be called The Right World. And we'll talk about screenwriting there so you can join us there. But um, I'll release more information when I can. Um, I'm hoping I can release it on Sunday. But I need to get stuff done by today for her website and all some other stuff. So, and um, I'm working on, you know, when you're a creative person, again, you, you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> you wear a lot, a lot of hats. So um, that's about it for all. That's about it for it for now. Sorry about that. And uh, I will catch you around. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to me. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. 
Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies and uh, you'll find me. Thank you.